two of the Bill Michaels Show. We are glad you're with us. Thanks so much. Appreciate you hanging out with us. 877-867-1670. That's the phone numbers to get a hold of us. 877-867-1670. Find us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, follow Ben Kenny, producing the program, at Ben Z Kenny. There's Instagram, uh, which we are putting more and more on Instagram as well. We're kind of combining that, but we're doing more with Instagram at uh, The Bill Michael Show on Instagram, The Bill Michael Show on Facebook. You can subscribe for free and watch us on YouTube and on Twitch TV. Go to youtube.com slash Bill Michael Show. Same thing on Twitch TV if you've downloaded the app. Uh, you can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website, simply thebillmichaels.com. You can download and listen to the uh, Zone app, W-O-Z-N, the Zone Madison. Take us anywhere and everywhere. That you're sure to get us on. And then there's all the, of our fine affiliates all throughout the state. You can listen to their links and websites and such. You can listen to the Bill Michaels Show on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts. So there's uh, so many ways to get a hold of the program. So glad you're with us today. Glad you're with us every day. We certainly uh, appreciate you being here. Uh, and I don't say that lightly, even though it sounds cliche sometimes. Uh, 877-867-1670. James says Rodgers has the right to be totally pissed off at the train wreck of the Packers, quite frankly, going back 10 years already. Uh, the drafting BS, how many top picks blown on D-backs that were busts. Um, Rodgers... Rodgers has a right to be upset, not the last three years, because, again, you go to the NFC Championship game at Lambeau against the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, the Buccaneers had a tremendous defense, uh, and you can talk about the defensive back busts. Okay, I, I understand that. You can you can go and look at the, the, the grouping of those guys. But you can also say that he had a premier receiver. He had a pretty good tight end, decent run game. Uh, they kept the pieces in place around him on the offensive line. Two different coaches. Um, and then you go against Tampa Bay, and you threw the pick. Uh, Aaron Jones fumbled away the football. You had a chance to run it in or at least get it down close. You didn't. You forced it to the same guy three specific times, which all fell incomplete. And you weren't on the same page with your coach when it came to third down versus fourth down. So don't blame, don't don't blame the front office because you had enough to get there. Uh, the year that they lost in 2014 to Seattle, don't blame the front office. You had more than enough to win that game, and I firmly believe you had the talent to win a Super Bowl, but you didn't. That's not on Rodgers, holy. That's on Clay Matthews for pulling himself out, Micah Hyde for not knowing where to be on a two-point conversion, Julius Peppers for telling Morgan Burnett to go down, Bostic for going up and getting an onside kick when clearly Jordan or Jordy Nelson was right behind him. I mean, you can look at all the myriad of things. Mike McCarthy taking his foot off the gas with uh, run, 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 and three and outs in the third quarter. You can look at all that garbage. So you, you can't be upset with the front office at that point in time. Uh, prior, you know, prior to that and after that, uh, when they went to San Francisco, they had no business being in San Fran. Mostert ran all over that defense. That defense was, was bad. I agree with that. You can say the same thing going to Atlanta and that defense was bad. The offensive line was banged up. Rogers was banged up. 
Uh, and then last year or two years ago, when you talk about the uh, the playoff game um, at Lambeau Field in perfect weather conditions for the Green Bay Packers, everything Rodgers wanted, you could have just checked the box. Not too cold, but cold. Heavy snow, snow globe effect. Uh, packed, you know, home field, packed house, you know, Garoppolo coming in versus anybody else, you know, all of that. Set up. And the offense failed, sucked. Mercedes Lewis fumbled away the football. Offensive line couldn't block. Uh, Matt 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 uh, Lafleur didn't want to pull the uh, the quote starters for the other guys that kind of got him there because all these guys had come back and worked so hard to get back into it to come back specifically for that game. He didn't want to pull those starters, but they should have. Uh, the defense played admirably, and the special teams failed them miserably because of the inability to actually pay a special teams coach worth his salt to actually be a special teams coach rather than the constant hiring from within for the cheaper sources. And they learned their lesson. So, you know, in that game, it was the offense and the the special teams. Prior to that, who else are you going to blame? You know? I'm not going to go after the front office continuously. Yeah, could they have done more? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can say that about every front office. If we'd only done this, if we'd only spent that, if we could have found this guy, you know? And the whole thing about never drafting wide receivers in the first round, who cares? I agree. Look, hey, I wouldn't have I would have taken Justin Jefferson. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing the Jordan Love thing. I none of that. I get it. But just because they're a first round wide receiver doesn't make make it a guarantee. We've seen first round receive first wide round wide receivers be busts. So I, I the the whole thing about getting caught up on the first round guy, yeah, there's some names that are there that we all want and we all covet. And I hope they go after Njigba, to be honest with you. But uh, you know, James says it's full blown rebuilding. Tell me what you're rebuilding. Tell me what you're rebuilding. You got Kenny Clark on the front, Devontae Wyatt on the front. You need another big body alongside. I agree with that. But you're still going to have Rashawn Gary. You still got Devondre Campbell. You still got Preston Smith. You still got one of the better, better paid, uh, and better players in cover corners in Jair Alexander. You're going to get Stokes back at some point. You want to fortify the depth back there, but you still have other guys like Keyshawn Nixon and Rasul, Rasul Douglas. Your defense, short of depth, is pretty good. And when you look at the wide receiving core. You, everybody believes Christian Watson's going to be good. Everybody believes Romeo Dobbs is going to be pretty good. Whether or not Samari Torre is, we'll have to wait and see. You need some more wide receivers. I agree with that. You need some tight end. You need a couple of tight ends. But your, your offensive line is as fortified as anything. It's a veteran offensive line. Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Myers, John Runyon, Yash Nyman. I mean, it's a hell of an offensive line. It's two quality running backs. So why are you saying it's a rebuild? He says everybody's overrated. Okay. Well, then there you go. So it was good when Rodgers was here, but now everybody's overrated. That doesn't make any sense at all. 877-867-1670. Let's go to court listening to us in Whitewater. Court, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Uni. Thanks for taking my call. I'm doing well. You bet. Uh, I just... You kind of went over this a little bit in the past, but this is starting to get really frustrating. Listen to all these fans try to throw the 
the the organization under the bus here. Let's, I think, make this clear that Rodgers came out of the dark, said he wants to play for the Jets, okay? So Mm -hmm. I'm sure Goody at some point had to say to him through something, and you probably hashed this out, and if you're going to play for us, that's great. We want you back, but we want you all in. We've got some young talent here, which for everybody that is throwing, you know, stuff on the Packers, Think about if Rodgers would have came into these OTAs last year and worked with these wide receivers and, and get on the same page. You know, it took half the season, three-quarters of the season, for these guys job with him. Now, if you want to win a championship, like he says he wants to be the greatest Packer quarterback and win another championship, then get into these camps and work with these kids. But he doesn't want to do that. You can't have it both ways, Aaron. It's got to be one or the other. And I'm personally, I think... Him making his choice to go to the Jets, it was funny listening to Salah's press conference, you know, what was it, three weeks ago, saying, well, you know, if we get this guy, you know, it's not always necessary that he has to be here right away to work with these guys, right. you know, with the staff or quarterback that he is. He's already catering to the fact that he knows this guy's going to come in and do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. I, hey, I'll be the first to say I love Aaron Rodgers. I still am a homer. No, we lost you. There you go. Now, appreciate it. He's starting to drop out. Look, um, I agree. Salah is already saying, well, you know, he doesn't have to be here. And what kills me is, and I say this over and over and over and over and over again, does Aaron Rodgers know the NFL? Hell, yes. He knows it inside and out. He can sit there and look at any film, any tape, any time, and can tell you exactly what they're doing, exactly what the thought process is, who's doing what, what the blocking scheme should be. He knows it as well as anybody. He is the matrix. He gets it. Nobody is knocking his ability to read defenses and absorb offenses. None. None. But you cannot turn around then and talk about trust and the relationship between yourself and wide receivers and linemen and all that stuff unless you're there. Unless you're there. It's easy to decipher things on tape. When you see it, when you when you break it down, you roll it back, you roll it forward, you know it's coming. Now, he, he gets it. He knows he has forgotten and, and probably crapped out more knowledge than I'll ever have. I understand that. But what I also know is that there was a reason that he and Jordy Nelson used to ride to work every day together. That he had this relationship with Randall Cobb because Randall Cobb came and lived with him for a while. There's, It's not all on the field that needs the building. You have to be able to understand a guy, talk to a guy, have a trust with a guy, have a wink and a nod with a guy. That That takes time. And when you continually put it off and say, let this guy do that, let this coach do that, let this guy teach him what I like, but yet you're not there to understand what they do, their characteristics, what their tendencies are, and then turn around and go, well, we're not on the same page. Well, whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? So, I, look, the Jets can have it, and I, I agree. I, I don't even think it was so much that Rodgers came out of the darkness, and while he was in the darkness, we make it out like, you know, he was in the darkness, and all of a sudden he went, you know, here in the darkness I should probably pay, play for the New York Jets. No, what happened was there was a lot of speculation about if Rodgers doesn't go back to Green Bay, where would be the most likely place for him to go? Where he would have a shot to win, that team needs a quarterback. Everybody said it was probably the New York Jets. And then he comes out of the darkness because, from what we understand, he talked about transparency. He talked about wanting to be on the same page with the front office. But yet, after after a year from Brian Gutekunst, 
Rogers wasn't picking up the phone. Rogers is notorious for not answering text messages, not answering the phone. He wants transparency, but he's not going to give it. They wanted to know if he was all in. Remember the whole, we expect a return on our investment, $60 million, and you don't want to show up. You don't want to put, you got a couple of years left of your playing days. You're not going to put your full effort into it. You're going to ride in and ride out, and everybody's got to be on uh, on your particular page and scene. It, it, and then finally the Packers looked at him and went, we can do this without you. Don't worry about it. You know, we'll give you what you want. I can't believe they're shopping me around. Well, you're not committed. You're committed when you're there, but you're not. It, it's it's the, football is a you take a couple of weeks off and then you ask any successful player. You get right back and you're working out. You're starting to get your flexibility down. You're doing different things, whether it's yoga or core strength or whatever. And then you get into your football workouts and then you get into bettering yourself, whether it's being quicker, whether it's with your feet, with your hands, with your speed, whatever it happens to be. And then by the time the OTAs and the minicamps come around, you're ready to roll. You're kind of just about there. You're getting on the same page with your guys, and then you hit training camp, and then it all clicks. You're getting ready for the season. It's 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 not about, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go take that. I'm going to go here and be a speaker here. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. And then when I get there, okay, then I'm committed. It, that's That's not what this is anymore. That's not what this is anymore. Uh, Remarkable says, what a jerk thing to say about Jordy. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, uh, you, you do get to a Super Bowl if you're throwing passes and getting to know guys at OTAs and you're working with them and you're getting on the same page with them. Yeah. Tell me this, uh, because when he doesn't come, have they won a Super Bowl? The guy that did get his guys in last year, the guy that was working out at a high school, the guy that did get new wide receivers and said, hey, I need to learn everything it is that you know. I need to have you learn everything it is that I know. So let's go to a high school and start throwing the football. You know who that was? That was Patrick Mahomes. What did they do last year? They won a Super Bowl. So everything you just said is garbage. And Jordy Nelson used to ride to work every day with Aaron Rodgers, and they talked on and off the field. They got to know one another. They developed a relationship. There you go, Bree. Come again. Uh, 877-867-1670. You're just wrong. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. hit us up? Please feel free. Go ahead and do so. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. Going to come back. Got a lot more to get to. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Uh, again, like I said, I, I don't know. Could could the package be really good? Yeah, I, I certainly would love that and hope so, but also I'd be ignorant to say that. Does this look like a rebuild? Probably. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. Continuing on, the Jets, by the way, have an interest also at now making a run at the Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. That's according to Albert Breer. Um, because obviously the uh, the OBJ thing isn't going to happen. They couldn't pay him what uh, Baltimore paid him anyway. But uh, they do have an interest now at making a run at DeAndre Hopkins, which is rather interesting. They're just trying to find more guys because of the wish list uh, of Rodgers that they believe it's going to get done. I know it's going to get done, too. So I'm not overly concerned about that. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin reminding you 
that, uh, well, you know, it's getting nice out. And uh, if you kind of hesitated during the winter months and you're thinking, man, summer's coming, I want to keep the heat out, the cool in, and I also want to start getting ready for what's going to happen to us next cold uh, cold weather season, now's the time. Plus, it's 0% interest for 48 months. So whether it's the roll screens, whether it's innovations like the slider windows, the big patio doors with the toe kicks that keep you safe, that lock that door into place, all that stuff, you can call my friends at Pella Windows and Doors right now. P-E-L-L-A. Call them at Pella, 855-Pella-W-I, 855-Pella-W-I, or simply go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com and see everything that our friends at Pella Windows and Doors have to offer. Those are the words of um, David Bakhtiari. He doesn't know how they're going to be. you got to wait and see. He believes they're in a rebuild. I'll take... Uh, I'll take his knowledge. I'll, I'll give a nod to him. He's inside that locker room. I don't know uh, at this point, you know, when you say rebuild, rebuild to me means you're going to cut all the dead weight. You're going to gut a lot of positions, and you are, uh, you are searching for – you don't even have starters. And my question is, at what position on this team do you not have quality starters? If you're looking for quality starters, what position on this team do you not have quality starters? Uh, I don't know. If you just want to run through this, okay, because I think it's a legitimate ask. So if you're going to run through the Packers roster, you're going to look, say, over, let's start defensively speaking, because Stokes is going to come back at some point, but you don't have him right now. So you've got Rasul Douglas uh, and you've got Jair. Now, Jair's legit. Rasul Douglas is solid. Keyshawn Nixon, kind of your nickel. Behind that, you do have Stokes when he gets back. You're going to have Shamar Jean Charles, your fifth-round draft choice from a, a couple of years ago. Uh, he's still here. Um, you are a little bit thin after that. I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Your starters and your safety position, Darnell Savage, who played better at the end of the season last year and has played good in his first year. Uh, first couple of years as a hitter, but uh, something happened last year. I don't know what it is, but I assume he's going to get another shot at getting that starting lineup back. Uh, Tavarius Moore, who you picked up as a free agent. Uh, Rashawn Gary is going to come back. Uh, he's legit. I think we can all agree on that. At the outside linebacking position, so is Preston Smith. Devondre Campbell's legit in the middle. Quay Walker is Hopefully he learned and he developed some things and understands some things coming into training camp this year. I'm sure he worked on his body in the offseason. Same with Devontae Wyatt. You still have Kenny Clark, who is solid. Now the only other question mark would be the fifth-round draft choice from 2021 would be T.J. Slayton. But you need more bodies on the defensive front, one or two guys that you can rotate through there. Now I will say this, though. I'm not overly concerned about it because they, they run nickel most of the time anyway. So you're only running usually two down linemen. So you need you need depth, but you've got some you've got some guys there. Uh, we all believe Christian Watson's going to be solid at some point. Same with Romeo Dubs; that he'll come on, he'll be a serviceable wide receiver. After that, I agree. Samari Torre, Jeff Cotton, Bo Melton, uh, anybody that you want to throw into that mix, you need three, four more wide receivers. And your your tight end position, Josiah DeGuara, Tyler Davis, they did like, but he was up and down and up and down on the roster. But Tyler Davis is a guy they've liked, but he's he's not he's not a prototypical starting tight end in the National Football League. So your tight end and your wide receiver position, wide receiver position needs another and some depth, and your tight end position needs needs formidable players. 
your quarterback position, you believe it. You believe it is what it is. You got Jordan Love. You got two good running backs who can both block and catch and run out of the backfield, but block and catch. Uh, and Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, and your offensive line is stout. So you need wide receivers. You need tight ends. You need another or two defender up front to aid with Devontae Wyatt, TJ Slayton, and Kenny Clark in the trenches. And you need some depth in the secondary. I don't see a massive rebuild here. You're not gutting a team. What you're hoping for, let's say, for S's and giggles, that Jordan Love is really good. Say he plays Justin Herbert ball. Say he's say he's in, in that level. Not great. That second-tier, third-tier guy. Say he plays in that level. you got the ability to win games. Do I think that Jordan Love's going to be that level? I've never thought Jordan Love was going to be that level. But if he is, you have the ability to win games. They were one of the lower-scoring teams per average in the NFL last year, offensively speaking. They picked it up in that, that seven-game win streak, but for the most part, had any one of those games that they kind of threw away via bad play calling, third and two, going deep, always in shotgun, protecting the thumb. They had a lot of issues last year. And, again, they had a lot of movement on the front offensive line. Had any one of those things turned around, one more score here or there, and we're talking about a completely different season. We're talking about a team that goes to the postseason and was probably pretty hot going into the postseason, short of getting beat by the Lions, and the Lions are an up-and-comer. So – I think that they're a team that I, I'm kind of picking them to win like eight games, nine games right now, maybe. Um, but they, they got to show me more because I think they have talent. I just don't know if they have talent at the quarterback position. And if that's what you're considering a rebuild, well, then you just need another quarterback. 877-867-1670. I'll tell you this. If this team, say, has Patrick Mahomes, is this team automatically a Super Bowl contender? Yes. So you're not in a rebuild. You have enough talent around the quarterback to win games. That's the way I look at it. So wouldn't that kind of lead you to tell Bakhtiari to shut the hell up and stop talking like that? Yeah. If he's viewed as a veteran and a leader on the team? That's what I'm saying. If you put Joe Burrow on this team, it's a better offensive line than he has in Cincinnati. If you put now the weapons are much better in Cincinnati than what they have here. But if you put Joe Burrow on this team, if you put Josh Allen on this team, you put Patrick Mahomes on this team. Hell, you put Kirk Cousins on this team. This team looks like a playoff contender. You put Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow on this team, you're a Super Bowl contender. So that means you're not in the midst of a rebuild. In my opinion, there's two things that I think are question marks. One is Jordan Love. Obviously, you need some weaponry. I get that. But the, the one big question is Jordan Love. And the second big question is Joe Barry. And that defense. Is Joe Barry going to play aggressive? Is he going to is he going to be a different coordinator this year? Or is he going to go back to the same old death by a thousand cuts, watching teams march up and down the field? An offense that gets gets out, goes you know three and out, puts a tired defense back on the field, and then he does it again to where they're out there forever. And, and watching teams get up by two scores, pin their ears back, and come after the quarterback. 
I mean, that to me is is the, the, the larger question marks. It, my two biggest questions in this season are one is Jordan Love and two is Joe Barry. That's it. After that, I get a sense that we're going to see more of a real play caller in Matt LaFleur. Uh, I think that you're going to see young guys get more opportunities, offensively speaking, because the play's just going to be run. And the progressions will be, you know, at least one or two deep. I don't know if he's going to be capable of going through three and four and back to one and and feeling pressures and everything. But I I just, I I don't know if we're going to see all of that. But I, I think we'll see a quick release. Get it, hike it, go. Run the damn play. You know? So I, 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 I'm I anxious. Do I think they're going to be a playoff contender? I'm not picking them right now, no, because I think that Detroit is strong. I still think uh, Minnesota is going to be a, a playoff contending team. Um, I think there's real some strength in the NFC. I don't think it's deep. I think San Francisco, even without a quarterback, is still one of the better teams. They just need somebody to guide them. I think Dallas is going to be there. Philadelphia is going to be there. You can look at a couple others maybe and say that they might be there as well. The Packers could be on the cusp. But are they a Super Bowl contender? No. No, hell no. Not unless Jordan Love comes out and surprises everybody. We're going to get back into this. Trust me, we will. I promise. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Hey, our friends over there at the Four Seasons Island Resort uh, on Pembine, in Pembine, on the Muscano Island. It's a beautiful place. And I've got quite a few people that have hit me up and said, hey, you know, uh, when are you going? Are you going? Are you not going? Where is it? You know, a lot of questions. And I always say, look, it's a great place, whether it's playing golf, taking a pontoon ride around the island, doing a little fishing, kayaking. Uh, UTV and ATV trails are going to be opening up. They have the waterfall tours in the summer. Uh, you're not far from the UP and going into Iron Mountain, Michigan. You can go over to uh, Pine Mountain and Timberstone Championship Golf Course, which is beautiful. There's so many things to do there, but all you got to do is call. Call our girl, Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. Use the promo code Michaels15. Tell them you heard it here. You get 15% off your stay, and they are booking right now. And if you're a corporate uh, group, that's looking for some kind of a team-building thing and you want to go up there for some conferences, they have tons of space. If you want a wedding up there at Pine Mountain, tons of space and beautiful venues in the great Northwoods. It's stunning up there. But check it out. Uh, again, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. We're going to talk a little hockey when we come back. Just to deviate away a little bit from the football chatter and the baseball stuff. Talk a little hockey when we come back. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you, The Bill Michael Show. Uh, on the air and uh, enjoying ourselves as we start to effort towards a uh, towards a postseason when it comes to uh, when it comes to hockey and uh, no better uh, no better guy to talk to than our guy Aaron Sims, the voice of the Milwaukee Admirals at Aaron Admirals over on Twitter, and you can find him uh, in everything via Milwaukee Admirals. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Joining us now on the hotline, Aaron, how you been, my friend? Great to talk to you, Bill. How are you? 
Doing well. Uh, let's start with the Admirals because uh, for the fact that this team has played some extremely good hockey. I, a couple of years ago when you guys shut it down, when COVID hit, I thought, you know, that's a team that's got Calder Cup aspirations, and it's it's reality. Yeah. It's not just kind of wishful thinking. This year it, it reminds me of that team a lot. I know you got a couple of big games coming up. you got one against uh, the Wild tonight and then the big game against the Wolves and the uh, concert thereafter coming up on Friday night. But let's talk about this team and the way they played this season. It's been rather remarkable. Nashville has been hammered by injuries. Nashville went through the trade deadline as sellers. Um, the Admirals have lost. Right now, there are nine players that are eligible to play in the postseason for Milwaukee who are playing for Nashville. So Nashville at the trade deadline, or excuse me, Milwaukee at the trade deadline, had to add a lot of players from other organizations and try out guys from a lower level, and uh, and it's been continuing to go well. big part of that is the goaltending. Uh, Yaroslav Askarov is a first-round pick and has been magnificent. Devin Cooley, the other goalie, has been magnificent. But uh, this coaching staff, I mean, they've had to change the way they've played, for, kind of. Uh, the personnel is different. Um, it's gone from a team that can score five goals on a night to a team that uh, will get two and a half goals a night but will grind you out. And uh, it's it's been interesting to watch. And now Nashville has been eliminated from the playoffs in the National Hockey League. So we're very excited to see which players will be coming back from Milwaukee because, like I said, nine are eligible to come back. And uh, that would be a huge boost and help out this team's Calder Cup championship uh, aspirations. Um, I look at this team. Now, first of all, I do want to kind of, you know, capitalize on the excitement for coming up on Friday night. Stone Temple Pilots are going to be uh, yeah. appearing after the game against the Chicago Wolves on Friday night. So if you don't have tickets to it already, get it. Uh, if you don't want to see the Stone Temple Pilots play after the game and you get to see some good hockey along the way. Now, Nashville, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, they were eliminated. Uh, they are not heading right. to the postseason. Yeah. Only one game left in the regular season. Right, exactly right. Yeah, they lost, and then uh, Winnipeg. Yeah, Winnipeg ended up clinching after Nashville uh, ended up uh, losing, and uh, yeah, so they'll fall short this year, and will be in the lottery. Long shot to get one of the top three picks, but still, they'll be in the lottery for the first time in quite some time. So Nashville uh, out. Meanwhile, the Milwaukee Admirals have a few games left on the docket as well. Now, when, mm -hmm. uh, at what point do those other players return back to the Admirals as they start to get themselves ready for postseason play? I, I anticipate it would be after the regular season ends on Sunday. So that tonight in Iowa, Friday at home with, against Chicago with Stone Temple Pilots afterwards, and then fan appreciation night is Sunday at 5 at Panther Arena against Rockford. I anticipate that those players will start arriving Monday, Tuesday next week. Uh, the league, the American Hockey League last year, started a, a new round to give more teams playoff experience. Um, so there is a four versus five series, much like the NBA is doing. There's a play-in mm -hmm. series. Uh, the winner of that series would take on the one seed and all of that. So the Admirals likely would not play a playoff game until next Friday, Saturday at the very, very earliest. So Admirals already in, in contention for the postseason. We're looking forward to that. Uh, I do want to talk some NHL because you and I have not chatted about the NHL in a while, and, and I hear about it all the time. My, my girlfriend is from the East Coast, used to go watch Boston Bruins games all the time, and she's like out of her damn mind. This Bruins team yeah. has been nothing short of amazing. Meanwhile, in the area, a lot of people watch the Blackhawks, who have sucked mightily yeah. this year. But my yeah. God, what a historic run the Bruins put on. 64 regular season wins. I mean, it's amazing. They have one more game to go. They've outscored their opponents by 127 goals. I mean, 300 goals for this year. 
173 against. The goaltending tandem of Linus Olmark and Jeremy Swayman has been magnificent. Olmark is the favorite to win the Vesna Trophy. Uh, it, it really is remarkable. I mean, Boston is 34-4-3 on home ice and 38-2 and on the road. I mean, what they've done is remarkable. I mean, it's beyond remarkable. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you consider the fact that Jim Montgomery, just a couple of years ago, was kind of persona non grata in the National Hockey League. He had an issue in Dallas. He was let go. Um, it, it had to do with uh, his alcohol use. Uh, he straightened himself out. He uh, got uh, had a job as an assistant coach with St. Louis, had some success there, and now in his first year as the head coach in Boston. I mean, he's a, he's a New England legend, played college hockey at Maine. And uh, Boston was already a really good team under Bruce Cassidy, and they've taken it to another level this year under Jim Montgomery. It, it, it's hard to think that Boston is not the odds-on favorite to win this entire thing. Certainly uh, out east, they are by far the favorite to win what's going on out there. Obviously, like I mentioned, the Blackhawks is just an awful season in this area, yeah. though. I know we hate to admit it. Minnesota actually had a pretty good season. I think they finished third in the Central, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Minnesota will take third in the Central. Uh, just a couple of points back at Colorado. Colorado has a couple of games left. Minnesota has one remaining. Uh, Minnesota is uh, has been great. Uh, and, and a big story there has been the goaltending, Philip Gustafson. Um, didn't really know what to expect of him. He's a goaltender, came from the Ottawa Senators. Uh, never put up good numbers, and he comes to Minnesota. He's been brilliant. Um, Minnesota has, has had a couple of injury issues. Kaprizov here the uh, last night. Uh, Marcus Johansson recently re- uh, acquired. He ends up getting a cross check against Winnipeg from Neil Pionk. I'm not sure how hard that uh, injury will be for them to handle, but um, there are some injury issues in Minnesota right now, and and that uh, that hurts because right there, there's a couple of former admirals there. Dean Evison, the head coach. Freddie Gaudreau, uh, a forward, uh, two of my favorite people. So, yeah, pulling for them. But, but yeah, what you said about Chicago, I mean, we knew Chicago was going to be bad coming into this season. I don't know that we thought they would be this bad. Um, still, they're, I think, ranked third in the lottery chase. Columbus and Anaheim, I think, at the moment have better odds than them to get the first overall pick. And Chicago, I mean, this is a deep draft, So, but everybody wants Connor Bedard. It's going to be really interesting to see how the lottery shakes out because – uh, you know, going back to Patrick Ewing, right? Like there is right. always the conspiracy theory that a certain market will get the big superstar coming out of college or the junior ranks. And it, it, we're going to see what those conspir- how those conspiracy theories fire up here when, uh, when they have the draft lottery for the NHL. A uh, buddy of mine texted me and just said, you know, how about my Vegas Golden Knights? They win it their inaugural year. They're down the next, and they're back again. They, uh, yeah. Now, did they, did they win the Pacific, or did Edmonton win the Pacific? They are uh, right now. They should win it. Now I'm I'm trying to think what the tiebreaker would be if Vegas loses and Edmonton wins because right now it's 109 for Vegas, 107 for Edmonton. Both teams okay. have a game remaining. Um, so, but but yeah, there too. I, I mentioned Bruce Cassidy with Boston. He goes to Vegas, and they've been magnificent. And and that's a mm-hmm. team that coming into this season did not have a number one goalie. They've had four guys play goal this year. Uh, they've been going with basically a rookie for a good chunk of the season, and and they've been getting the job done. And again, there they have a, a lot of guys who can score. Um, they've had some injury issues, um, but they just get the job done. Butch Cassidy is—I mean—he showed in Boston. He was a great coach, and um, you know, Vegas obviously a great program. And and Vegas was always was a cap team, but to get the, what they've done 
out of a goaltender that's not a three, four, and five million dollar goaltender, a defensive core that has a couple of big stars in Petrangelo and Shea Theodore, but then you're talking guys like Zach Whitecloud and Nick Haig and um, you know, they, they got to go lower end on some guys. They, they, with all the high money guys they have, they have to have a lot of guys contributing that are making the league minimum, and they have been able to do that. So, yeah, Vegas, that West is so interesting. Colorado it came on after the new year, after dealing with some injuries. Uh, Dallas has been magnificent this year, Vegas. And it's hard to think. I mean, Edmonton, my goodness, you got, you know, two guys with 50 goals, three guys with 100 points. It's like, you know, that's as close as we have to the Oilers of the 80s with Gretzky and Curry and Glenn Anderson and Messier and all of that. Like, we haven't seen a team score like that. If Edmonton can get any goaltending, obviously they're going to be a dangerous team too. So, Aaron, uh, coming up, we've got postseason hockey. If people want to get tickets, which postseason hockey is just a different animal than it is regular season hockey, go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com, and you guys uh, obviously are going to be exciting. We're wishing you nothing but the best. And uh, I would assume you're a Stone Temple Pilots fan. You're going to be rocking out on the top of the Um, UW Panther Arena this weekend? I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm going to sneak down on the ice, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be good. You know what's funny is um, is, uh, I I, I think I like – there's lesser hits more than I like their bigger hits, but, but that's okay. Like, you know, like I, I like days of the week and, you know, and then when, when Scott Weiland left the first time, I liked the, they did the, the other three did a band called talk show and I really liked that band. So, uh, but still I, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing Stone Temple Pilots. It's going to be a blast. Good stuff. Aaron, always a pleasure, my friend. I appreciate it. And uh, as we get to the postseason, especially as they start to get towards the Calder Cup, we'll uh, we'll touch base with you again. If they win it, I want to get you and Wojo and Greeny and everybody and Roscoe into the new studio here, okay? There's going to be a party, man. There's going to be a party if that happens. Fantastic. Good stuff, bud. We'll talk to you soon. There you go. The voice of the Milwaukee Admirals, our buddy Aaron Sims. And you know what? When we talk about the voices in the state of Wisconsin, we got Larravee and such, and obviously Euchre, Matt LePay, and then uh, you get into uh, Aaron Sims. And if you've ever listened to the call of a, a Milwaukee Admirals game, he is fantastic. And uh, he is such an incredibly underrated voice in the state of Wisconsin that if you have never listened to him call a game, I'm telling you, he's as good as any one of the others that I had just mentioned. He is just that good. So check out our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and we'll get back into it. Promise you we'll get back into a lot of people chitter-chatter going on over there on the live stream right now. I get it. A lot of people have opinions regarding the pack. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Buzzard Billy's. Buzzard Billy's out there on Pearl Street and Lacrosse. Great place to eat. Tremendous fish fry, obviously, which is coming up. But which fish fries go all season long. We all know that in this state. But upstairs, they have the Starlight Lounge. And whether you're going up for just a good old-fashioned or you want to go for some martinis and you want to sit in that 1950-style cocktail lounge where you can just at any point in time all of a sudden hear the Rat Pack playing in your ears, it's just such a cool place to go. Buzzard Billy's downstairs. Also, the Starlight Lounge upstairs and that old 1860s brick hotel. Beautiful building downtown lacrosse on pearl street go tell heather downstairs who runs uh, buzzard billy's tell her we said hi i'll be out there real real soon stay tuned we got more of the bill michael show it's coming up next Ready? this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network
noon, we're going to be talking with uh, Ty Dunn from GoLongTD.com. Tyler Dunn's going to be joining us. We'll talk with him, the uh, interview that he did with Ron Wolf, and uh, we'll uh, chat with him about a little insight into what he thinks uh, could happen in Green Bay before it's all said and done. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Master Z's. And just yesterday, out more uh, now that the weather is changing and it's getting warmer. We know the colder weather's coming back. But uh, yesterday I was outside. I was uh, cleaning up the uh, the patio table, cleaning up some of the chairs a little bit. Uh, just kind of, you know, getting some of the winter off. Uh, the one thing I do know is I'm going to need a new patio, um, uh, patio umbrella, but if you're looking for Adirondack chairs, that lasts. If you're looking for quality patio furniture, if you're looking for fire pits, gas or wood, if you're looking for that beautiful glass kind of fire uh, feature uh, that's got the glass pellets and such in it, they carry that. Anything and everything for the outdoors, for the patios, grills, accessories, or... Say the weather is coming back. You want to do a few more things indoors, such as shuffleboards, pool tables, dartboards, accessories, table games. They have it. That's our friends at uh, Master's Ease. Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. And people come from all over because this stuff is such incredible quality and name brand. And it's very, very good. And you can see it today and get it tomorrow. Call them, 262 246-5931, 262-746-5931, 746-5931, 246-7461 for all the in-store specials they have right now. And if you're like me and you need some cushions for your patio chairs, you need some umbrellas for the patio table, they got all that stuff too, all that stuff too. And they're going to do some bar stools for the new studio, some uh, really nice, comfortable, high-top chairs. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to all this stuff from our friends over there at Master Seas. Uh, coming up after the top of the hour, we've got our buddy Tyler Dunn. He's going to be joining us uh, from GoLongTD.com. Uh, there's an argument. I mean, an argument over on the 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 live stream. Um, That's a first. Yeah. It, it, I just kind of watch this stuff, and I, there's just so many opinions, and, you know, uh, there's arguments over what a rebuild is. There's arguments over the depth at positions, who is and isn't good, the talent evaluation. This is why we're not general managers. You know? Um, it, it's like, wow, you know. Um, Jason says LaFleur finally gets to install his whole offense. I'm excited to see that as well. I I think what you saw was a little bit of a hybrid. I'll agree with that. And you probably haven't seen it utilized to its full. What you will see this year, and, and this is when it comes to the play calling from Matt LaFleur, is what you will see and rely upon more is the rhythm he can put Jordan Love in and the play calls in certain down and distance situations. Um, but because he does not have the knowledge Rodgers does. So if Rodgers saw something and he didn't want to run that play, so he would change it and or you know, manipulate out of it, so to speak. He would go for the run-pass option. He'd take the pass or take the run and change it up. It's, 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 um, this is going to be more about Matt LaFleur being in sync with the quarterback, creating a rhythm for the quarterback to get him in sync and other players on the field in sync, and then running with that rhythm and being able to execute it once you get past the first 16 plays. This team was pretty good early on offensively last year. And then once those 16, 20 plays were done, they just seemed like run into a wall. It seemed like they went back to the same old, same old more often than not. And I don't know if that was a byproduct of Rodgers or if it was LaFleur in the play calling. I mean, he's ultimately the play caller and the guy that takes the heat for it. So now I'm going to be that that's going to be one of my interests is can this rhythm get into an offense with the play calling? I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. 
Uh, coming up after, well, coming up in two minutes, hang in there because we're going to talk with Tyler Dunn from GoLongTD.com, and we're going to get his thoughts on the article that he wrote uh, after speaking with Ron Wolf. We'll also talk to him a little bit about what's going on in Green Bay and the circumstances thereof. 877-867-1670. Don't forget our friends over there in New Mail Medical. 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. Low T, uh, ED, or you just want to get healthy, you want to get the all-in-one weight loss program going. That's our friends at the New Mail Medical Center. Again, 414-455-4451. More of the Bill Michael Show next. <laughs> 